On today's Untidy Methodist, it's no time for hate. Let's dig in. Today's passage is from 1 John chapter 2, verses 7-11. through 11. Dear friends, I am not writing you a new command, but an old one, which you have had since the beginning. This old command is a message you have heard, yet I am writing you a new command. Its truth is seen in Him and in you, because the darkness is passing, and the true light is already shining. Anyone who claims to be in the light but hates a brother or sister is still in the darkness. Anyone who loves their brother and sister lives in the light, and there is nothing in them to make them stumble. But anyone who hates a brother or sister is in the darkness and walks around in the darkness. They do not know where they are going because the darkness has blinded them. This has been the hardest episode of The Untidy Methodist for me to put together. I'm hoping you'll stay with me as we look at some very difficult issues. Here's where we are today. Protests which have started out as largely peaceful are turning violent in several cities. It's important to note that the overwhelming majority of protesters in most cities have been peaceful, even to the point of actively trying to stop those who would incite damage and violence. Some protesters have actually protected police from harm by keeping others at bay, including in the town where I live. In other places like Flint, Michigan, the protesters and law enforcement officials have walked together in peace. In Flint, the sheriff took off his riot gear and laid down his baton to hear what they had to say. There have been hopeful signs in some places, and yet there are still tragedies playing out on the streets of big cities and small towns, and it doesn't look to end soon. You can say violence doesn't solve anything, that we don't condone violence. I'm with you on that. I don't condone it either. But it's important to note that if we don't condone violence, then we also should not condone the reasons that led to these protests. Here's just a few. A man died in Minneapolis while handcuffed and face down on the ground with an officer's knee in his neck. That officer kept his knee there for two whole minutes after there was no pulse. That was a unifying event for the protests we are seeing, but it wasn't the only reason. A woman in Louisville, Kentucky, an innocent woman, was killed when the police executed a no-knock warrant on the wrong place. She literally had done nothing wrong, but she was shot by the police and died that night. A man in Georgia was jogging and stopped to look in a house under construction. He was hunted down, shot, and killed. He was killed in February, but his killers weren't charged until April after a national outcry. That's the pattern, sad to say, in, in each of these deaths and in so many more. Not much happened, sometimes nothing happened, until there was a public outcry. Some of these deaths still receive little to no attention because of a lack of an outcry or a, a lack of accountability. Life can be very different for me than it is for people who don't look like me. I'm building a new house in a neighborhood full of new construction. I visit there a lot, and I'm certain I can walk through any house under construction there and not get shot. I'm not questioned if I'm driving a nice car. I'm not followed around in a store. I haven't lost a job or a place to live because of how I look. 
The reason why is something we need to talk about more. Racism still exists, and it isn't limited to one place or one area. It's at the heart of this debate, and yet it is pushed to the side of our collective consciousness all too often. At times it plays out in subtle ways that we all too easily ignore, even in those of us who strongly stand against discrimination. All of us have something we can work on. If we get on the elevator by ourselves and then immediately assume the worst is about to happen when a black man in a hoodie joins us, we may have something we need to work on. If a person of color driving through a white neighborhood in a nice car makes us think there is something wrong, we may have something we need to work on. If we see a young black person and immediately assume they don't have a father figure or or worse, that they are just out for trouble, we may have something we need to work on. If we are okay when we see armed white protesters storming a state capitol building, but are not okay with unarmed black protesters walking down the street, we may have something we need to work on. I understand being afraid in times like these. We haven't seen this kind of protest in decades. Those of us of a certain age will remember the protests and riots in the civil rights era. Others who are not quite that age will remember the riots after Rodney King was beaten in Los Angeles. And now, we have protests and riots related to the deaths of black men and women across the country, none of whom deserved to die. In this day and age, we need to remember John's call. We cannot allow hate for our brothers and sisters in Christ to continue. There are too many people walking in darkness, blinded by hate for people who don't look like themselves. We can be better than that. We must be better than that. We can rise above that. Someday soon, the protests will be less frequent and the violence in the streets will subside. But as the protests calm and the news coverage fades away, we cannot let the conversation end. We can make a difference in how we relate to each other, in how we treat each other. We can stand up for each other for justice and compassion and love. We can work to break down the walls of hate and indifference and bring about a new day, but we must work hard and work together to accomplish that. I believe that we can do that through Christ who strengthens us. I believe we are called to do that in whatever ways, great or small, that we can. Will you pray with me? Loving God, we come to you at a time of turmoil in our land. We see pain and suffering and frustration and anger, and we don't know when the worst of today's pain will end. We do know that you love us and that you command us to love each other. We know that your love has no partiality and that everyone is your precious child. We ask for your guidance as we find ways to make this world more loving, less hateful, more caring, and less divisive. Help us to be better in our own hearts every day that we may be ambassadors of your peace. Through Christ we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Untidy Methodist. You can find us on Facebook, on SoundCloud, and on iTunes. Please like and subscribe and tell a friend. Your comments, your suggestions, and most of all your prayers are most appreciated.